Good afternoon, everybody. Edward Leos here, uh, publisher of the Hotel Guide and host of our Travel Talk podcast. Really excited about today's uh, podcast. A good friend of mine uh, here in San Antonio uh, in the hospitality community, just doing some fantastic things at the San Antonio Zoo. But I want to bring on my guest, uh, Tim Morrow. Uh, how are you doing, Tim? Yeah, how are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Really excited yeah. about having you on the show today. Um, you know, I, I obviously being here in San Antonio, see all the great things that are going on at the zoo and, you know, you always have to have a fearless leader and you're that guy. So, uh, tell it, tell our audience a little bit about who you are, maybe how you got to, uh, to become the, the big guy at the zoo. Sure. Yeah. You know, I'm asked all the time, like, how did you end up running a zoo? And my quick answer is it was a complete accident. So <laughs> I, uh, I started in hospitality when I was 15, working at restaurants. My first job was, you know, at a pizza, a family owned pizza place and, didn't really realize that I was in hospitality and um, yeah. did those kind of things through high school. And then I moved to San Antonio to go back to San Antonio to go to college. I lived here second and third grade. Um, and then my first summer job while I was in starting college here was to go work at Fiesta Texas theme park as a lifeguard. Nice. And it was supposed to be a one summer job. And then, you know, at the end of the season, I left and they called me back, you know, we'd like to have you come as a trainer next year. And I said, no, and then a couple weeks there, you know, I had nothing else to do. So I went back and I was a trainer, then the supervisor the next year. And I kept moving up every year and kept saying, you know, I don't want to, this is not what I want to do long-term. I was studying law enforcement. Um, and then um, my fourth year at Fiesta Texas, I was like, okay, I'm definitely not going to do this again because I'm, you know, I'm switching to the university to study criminal justice or whatever it was going to be. Uh, and SeaWorld called me out of the blue and said, hey, we'd like you to come run the water park in some areas of SeaWorld. And I said, no. <laughs> uh, and then they said, well, at least come out and do a tour. So I went out and did a tour. And again, I was like, OK, well, I have some, I need to fill my summer. So I'll be here. And I was there for 19 years. And so <laughs> during my summer. summer, yeah, that was a long summer, 19 years. And so I was mostly SeaWorld San Antonio. I did move to Orlando for a couple of years to open Discovery Cove and Got promoted as I worked through the the years there, up, all the way up to vice president of Aquatica San Antonio, which is their water park. Yeah. And then a headhunter reached out to me about the zoo job. And again, I said no. <laughs> but then I came to the zoo to walk it one day. And, uh, you know, I had come here as a child and I had come yeah. here uh, 20 years prior with my oldest child and those kind of things. So I was like, I could really I think I can really help the zoo with what I've learned at the theme parks and the places that I've worked. So I applied, I think 140 people applied for this job and I ended up getting it from right here in town. So, uh, but I now realize everything I had learned at all these other places was meant for me uh, to end up here and do the things that we're doing at San Antonio Zoo. Yeah, no, I would completely agree with you on that. And when you're talking about the hospitality thing, I'm kind of the same boat, uh, you know, born and raised in San Antonio, never thought of hospitality as a, as a career and yeah. just kind of stumbled onto the hotel guide. And that's, 31 years ago. Uh, and so here we are again doing what, you know, what I stumbled onto. But, you know, hospitality here in in, uh, in San Antonio is hugely important. The San Antonio Zoo has been a staple. I remember going there, you know, visiting as a kid and to see where it's gone from there to where you've taken it now. And 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 the vision of what you have a plan for even the future is, is impressive. So tell me a little bit about some of the good things going on at the zoo uh, yeah. and maybe some of the plans you have on tap. Yeah, sure. Yeah, real, we are really excited about the momentum we have right now. I think in the past nine years, we've put over $100 million uh, back into the grounds and into the into the infrastructure. We've we've added a, a standalone uh, preschool, that Will Smith nature-based preschool. Yep. We have about 245 kids that go to school there each year wow. uh, in a waiting list of up to 9,000. Um, we added the zoo parking garage, which sits right on 281, a really beautiful garage with animal art on it. 
uh, that really set the foundation for our growth. We have a major, we had a major parking issue in this area and that helped oh, yeah. with that. Um, and then we've just been working through the zoo to update hundreds of animal habitats. We've added a lot of experiences. We brought Kitty Park over, which is the nation's mm -hmm. oldest children's amusement park. We operate a Starbucks out inside Brackenridge. We operate the trains in Brackenridge Park. We just opened a brand new entrance, uh, multi-million dollar entrance, two stories with a rooftop event center, really beautiful, and a plaza. And then soon this year, we'll be breaking ground on a gorilla habitat. We have not had gorilla at our zoo since 1990. So we're really excited about that, bringing back a group of gorillas to San Antonio on a, a uh, really innovative and state-of-the-art gorilla habitat. And then an event center that also ties into that habitat, but overlooks the zoo and the downtown skyline that will host events and galas and fundraisers and those kind of things for the entire community. So lots going on here. They, you know, we're in a city with two theme parks that are very dynamic and off yeah. new offerings of attractions and events every year. And we kind of are, have molded ourselves into that model. We are putting new habitats in, bringing new animals and then overlaying a lot of events on top of the regular zoo visits. So we have events over 90% of our days of operation and we're open every day. Mm -hmm. So spring break events, we have uh, in the spring, we'll have giants of the ice age, a big animatronic ice age animals. In the summer we'll have dinosaurs. We have a, a six week Zubu, which is our Halloween program. We yes. have seven weeks of holiday lights. We have Fiesta events. So besides the normal every day, I get to go to the zoo and see these amazing animals and sure. what they've changed. Um, you also get this overlay of great events happening that are included with the mission and with memberships. How have you seen the events and everything that you're doing how, uh, kind of reinvigorate the zoo here in the community? Yeah, I, I think if you look at the zoo of what I call the zoo of yesteryear, you know, you, it wasn't really repeatable once you were not a little child anymore, right? Because, you know, I saw those animals, yeah. I've seen it, I've done that. So adding that layer of events has really made us a repeatable option. So it's really helped drive our membership sales. Mm -hmm. uh, because there is always something new happening here when you come on top of the awesome visit to the zoo. Uh, the other thing it is, it, it, some of these events have really brought in a demo that may not have usually been coming to the zoo. So we have after yeah. hours events for adults only. We have senior days now for senior citizens. We yeah. have a lot of events going on that help bring in a different demo that maybe hasn't been to the zoo since they had little kids or hasn't been since they had grandkids and those kind of things and kind of bring those people back. And when they see all the changes and improvements we've made to, to their zoo, because this community definitely sees San Antonio Zoo as their zoo, that they're just really excited about what's happening here. No, definitely. And I agree with you on that. Um, you talked a little bit about memberships. Touch on that, you know, maybe some of the member benefits or maybe how people could kind of be a part of that, because that's a big key of a success of, of the zoo. I know that for sure. Yeah. yeah, we have a lot of membership options now where we used to kind of just have one uh, level. Now we have multiple levels that offer different benefits. Of course, each the baseline benefits are going to get you into the zoo every day free for a year. You're going to get for you know $36 when it's on sale. You're going to get to come for basically less than 10 cents a day. You can come to the zoo for a year. Right. And then as you up levels, you're going to get added benefits. Like some include the carousel. Some include um, special after hours events, exclusives and things like that. And so there's different layers uh, vertically for memberships with uh, varying degrees of um, benefits. And then uh, there's even philanthropic level memberships for a zoo. We're a nonprofit. So we yeah. have these philanthropic level where people can give us big gifts that's included in what we call wildlife champion memberships. And then to make sure that we have our memberships really affordable for the whole community, we, you know, we do discount them. We have a pay for a day right now going, we've had it all last year where you pay basically the same as a one day, anytime ticket, you get a membership for a year. Um, oh, wow. We also have monthly payment membership options. So it's $3, starting at $3 a month, you can have a membership to San Antonio Zoo. So there's just lots of ways. 
for people to get those memberships and be involved in what's happening here and get to come whenever they want. That's incredible. I mean, those options are um, just awesome, you know, for people to have those abilities to be able to do that, particularly the San Antonio Bear County community, even guests as they're coming in, uh, being here multi-times or, you know, San Antonio is such a tourist destination. People come here multiple times, you know, in a year. It's not, you know, San Antonio is not one of those places where I, I'm just coming once and never coming back. So that's the benefit of what we're doing uh, right now. So a lot of great things. Um, I I love what's happening at the zoo. There's a buzz. uh, You know, when I drive by 281 and see the parking and I mean, it it makes my heart feel good because I mean, I went to a beautiful parking garage in the world. I call it. I I believe that. I mean, uh, you know, I went to Incarnate Word and so I was always, you know, in that neck of the woods all the time. So yeah. it's nice to have that place and, and and a place where people can go and and not worry about oh my god, where am I going to be parking and yeah. and become a hassle. So and it's free. Free is always a good thing, <laughs> especially in San. Well, actually, not even yeah. in San Antonio. Anywhere, this free free is good. Yeah. Um, so let's switch a little bit to the personal side. Tell me about travel. I know I always like to ask my guests like. Uh, what are some of your favorite travel destinations? And then maybe even talk a little bit about, hey, do you have any bucket list travel places that you uh, you kind of want to head out and, and check out? Sure. Yeah. You know, one of the great things about the zoo is um, the zoo visit is just a little bitty tiny piece of what we do. What The really big under the water, what you don't see is um, all the conservation work and all the education we do around locally and around the world. So our conservation department is either running or taking parting or helping fund conservation programs on nearly every continent. And so, and zoos in general, if you take the association of zoo aquariums uh, in the U S put those zoo together, zoos together, more people visit those zoos than all the four major sports leagues combined. So football, baseball, basketball, all those, uh, all those combined, more people come to zoos each year than go to those sporting events. So there's a lot of impact when people come visit us that helps fund conservation all over the world. So, um, places I want to go. Some of them I've, I have been now because we're doing conservation work there. So we have a big project in the rainforest in Peru in the okay. Amazon, uh, preserving rainforest. So I've been to the Amazon rainforest two or three times and going again in April uh, mm-hmm. to meet with the indigenous groups that we work with and meet with the staff that we have in Peru and those kind of things. And then I've been to Africa and I'm going to Africa again this year to see gorillas with some donors to really get uh, inspire donors to help us bring gorillas back to San Antonio and at the same time protect gorillas in the wild. And so one of my you know, fun, amazing things about blessed things about my job is I get to travel the world as part of the job to see these exotic places where there is still somewhat, you know, wild spaces left and wild animals because uh, the biggest problem we're seeing with losing these animals is fragmentation and less and less wild spaces. It's really all man-managed space now almost on this planet. So, uh, but getting to see those places and how we're impacting them around the world is really exciting. Of course, my list goes on for everywhere, all the places I want to go. I definitely want to go to Australia. I missed yeah. a trip to that about four years ago, so I definitely want to get back and those kind of things. But I've been lucky to uh, recently go to the Amazon a couple of times and then just about five months ago to Africa. And, you know, I'm a talker and uh, outgoing and not usually shy in a group setting, but I was really quiet for like the first three days in Africa with my group. And they were a little nervous, like, are you OK? But I was like, <laughs> I was just in such awe that I was there and seeing the things that I've been talking about with the zoo. Like, here, we're helping conserve giraffes and elephants and doing all these things in Africa but I'd never been there to see it. And so to be there was really inspiring and kind of overwhelming. No, I can imagine. And I think that's the, that's the presence in, in, in what the uniqueness of, of a zoo experience is, particularly in San Antonio. So not only can you, it gives us the opportunity to connect the dots, um, you know, in a, in a home environment. And I, I love the fact that donors have the ability to kind of go on some of these 
you know, and obviously I'm assuming that you know, those are big level donors, which is important. Yeah. Um, but, but they get to see firsthand what their dollars could mean to uh, the San Antonio Zoo and, and conservation and education at the same time in uh, opening eyes. And I can tell you that firsthand when you're able to get people to a place and, and see it firsthand, Nothing sells it better than that place, yeah. <laughs> yeah. which which is incredible. So, okay, so great. So we talked about some of the bucket lists and some of the travel stuff. So we got a couple of minutes left. Any big things on tap for you with the zoo or anything that you think of uh, that people need to know about uh, before we head out of here? Lots. We're, so we are not slowing down. We, you know, we've done a lot of work the last nine years, but we are not, we're actually probably going faster and faster each year with the project. So we just opened this amazing front gate less than two yes. months ago. Um, we, we will break ground on that gorilla habitat and that event center in, in the next 30 days or 60 days and, and bring that to life here in the San Antonio Zoo in 2025. Um, lots of uh, events happening this year with the Bigger Better Zubu, Zoo La La, which is our food and wine festival, <laughs> Zoo Lights. Uh, it's a lot of great events. And, you know, you mentioned the parking garage on the other side of 281 from us. So that is also Zoo Grounds the, yep. on the other side of 281. So we're really excited. The next phase of our capital campaign, we'll get our zoo to the other side of 281 and so we will span both sides of the highway that comes right into downtown which will be really exciting for us a lot of people don't realize we have that land to expand over there so uh, very excited about getting into that but over the next year you're going to see we're bringing capybaras back we have enough capybaras back in at the zoo in years we have we just brought flying foxes a couple weeks ago that's a bat with that can get a wingspan up to over five feet oh, so wow. that's it and then we brought meerkats earlier last year so yeah. they're now having babies and that group is growing and really active <laughs> and so there's a lot to see and when people you know, I love when I hear someone say, man, I haven't been in the zoo in like 10 years. I'm like, oh, you're my favorite person. Come see and tell me what you think. <laughs> because, I, you know, we've really purposely worked on improving the zoo, modernizing it, um, making it a wonderful guest experience, making it a wonderful experience for the animals in our care, but also uh, respecting and protecting the history of our zoo with these beautiful WPA era buildings and the river running through us and the beautiful trees. And so we've, um, it's been a balancing act to improve throughout the, the, the grounds, but something that we're really proud of. And I'm also like when people say, I haven't been there since last year and I can name off all the things that we've already done in the last 12 months uh, that they haven't seen. So it's a very dynamic place. It's constantly changing, growing, evolving and getting better. And uh, we have really enjoyed watching our community fall in love with the zoo all over again. That's awesome. And I can be uh, testified to that as well. I mean, I love that you're evolving just like the real world is evolving. Uh, and it's, it's nice to see uh, progress and growth, but you guys still honoring the you know, the history of the, of the San Antonio zoo and su such like that. So uh, what's the best way for people to find out about the zoo uh, moving forward? Yeah, I think uh, one of the best and most fun ways to find out about the zoo is follow us on social media. We have a really fun uh, social media team. You know, we know at our core that we are a place that people come to visit because they want to have fun. We're going to teach them things while they're here, but they want to have fun. People come to work here because they want to have fun. Let's make their work fun yeah. and let's be, let's be fun outwardly to our community because we are fun. We're about fun. Let's not take ourselves too seriously all the time. So we have really fun social that'll update you on all the events and happenings and new animals. Uh, we have a lot of really fun campaigns that go viral internationally every year. Like right now we're doing our Crimea cockroach where you can name a roach after your ex. Yeah. Uh, you know, we've raised over $300,000 with people naming roaches after exes over the last year. So uh, great campaigns. And then of course our website, sazoo.org. And then you'll see us, we really have a good understanding, I think, our team now of how we fit in the hospitality industry. So you'll see our presence at the airport. You'll see our presence at hotels downtown. You'll see our presence around San Antonio. And really, uh, this city is unique in San Antonio specifically of the hospitality 
sector here really understands how we all work together and need each yeah. other to be successful. And so uh, we really enjoy being a part of all that too. So you'll see San Antonio Zoo out everywhere, uh, but really the ways to find, the most fun way to find us is on social, Facebook, social media. TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, you name it, we are there. <laughs> Perfect. Well, I'm excited. And, and Tim, our, our time goes by really fast. I, I have a feeling this won't be the last time I'll have you on. I'd love to. Uh, especially with the sun, uh, a lot of the good things you got coming on board. But I want to thank you for taking the time to be on our, our Travel Talk podcast. Uh, to all our guests out there, uh, please like, comment, share this. Uh, we got some great things happening at the San Antonio Zoo. You heard it here first from Tim. And also follow them on all their social channels. Uh, I think you're going to see some some encouraging and, and fun and entertaining uh, things to review. But uh, it's it, it takes zooing. It takes looking at a zoo at a different level. So I'm excited about that. So again, Tim, thanks for being on the call. Thank uh, you. Everybody, everybody, please like and share us and uh, travel and, and make those memories. Until the next time, take care. Thank you.